0: I cried, ship ahoy once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time, brother. On speaking, I program here called the Mariners' Call. You said why the Mariners' Call? All by the grace of God, uh, the Lord took me many, many years ago uh, off of an old boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. A uh, Mariner, more a commercial fisherman. I spent the better part of my life uh, lost life, uh, trained by my father to be a commercial fisherman, harvesting the food of heaven, and that's what I think seafood is. Uh, by the way. But the Lord took me off of an old boat and placed me in the book of God, now only a spiritual mariner. Now, from time to time, I enjoy getting in the boat, and in fact, that'd be my advice for some people. They want to find themselves in the midst of maybe all types of pleasures things, going to theme parks, or here for me. uh, If you were ever to invite me to where you were, if you had access to a boat, oh, that's where I would migrate. (laughs) I would love to get in the boat and then just get in the water to sometimes just smell the sea or smell the air, you know, that is around the water. But it's my blessing to be with you by means of Radio 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We'll look at some verses here. we we'll going to talk about how do we respond to trouble, responding, responding to trouble. We live in a troubled age. How do you respond to trouble? Hey, if you ever like to correspond with us, you can do so. If you've got access to a computer, just the keyboard there, if you can punch in the F and then the, O and then M-M, F-O-M-M dot, period there, O-R-G, foam.org. That'll bring you directly to us. You can see who we are. And we're constantly updating some things that we do as far as our website. Our websites look very simple. It's not necessarily professional. Uh, very simple, easy to navigate through. If there's something we can help you with, please let us know. Our announcer will give you an address where you can correspond with us after our program also is over. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. The writer here to the church at Corinth said this. This is God's man. This is a Christian man. All right, This saved man says we're troubled. He says we're perplexed. We're persecuted, we're cast down. What did he think of trouble, perplexity, persecution, being cast down? And then 11, 12, 13, 14, he faced death every day. He says in verse 17, for our light affliction. So what does he call trouble, stress, (laughs) perplexity, persecution, being cast down, facing death every day? What does he call that? He said, for our light affliction uh, sir, I don't know if you understand what you said. It's a light affliction for me. That'd be a heavy affliction. Sometimes just a small amount of trouble. is just so heavy on weighs so heavy on these shoulders. He said, it's a light affliction. That's the way I have to look at it. No matter the difficulty in life, it's a light affliction. It says it appears, but for a moment, All right, he said, well, I've had this affliction for years and years. But when we look at it in light of eternity, my friend, it'll be but for a moment. And then he said, it worketh for us, a far more than exceeding eternal weight of glory. What? Trouble works for us. Perplexity, working for me. Stress, working for me. Persecution, it's working for me. Facing death, yes, that's working for me a far more an exceeding weight of glory. It's a light affliction. How do you respond to pain? You know, we're trying to develop a painless age with the advancement of the pharmaceutical industry. Any ache and pain that you have now, from head to toe, can be fixed just you pop a pill, you know. My head hurts. Uh, uh, down goes the pills, you know. And if that doesn't work, we can take the quick, trip to the emergency room and have great results. Have you ever thought that it's just a normal thing to experience pain and difficulty in life from time to time? As far as this age is concerned, this is an age of darkness. This is an age of trouble and difficulty because Satan himself, uh, the enemy, is going to see to it, my friend, that this world just is troubled constantly, you know. Uh, We think about for the child of God, this is what we face and, of course, one of the reasons for experiencing trouble is because of verse 16. He said, for which cause we faint not. He said, but though the outward man perish, it says, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. What's happening to Wayne Munn? All right, I have the sentence of death in me. All right, every day, you know, this whole body now is experienced trouble and pain that it never had before because of high miles. <laughs> you said, what are you talking about? I'm getting older. You know, what's the process, my friend? Getting ready for the sod. Now, I take, I really am excited about the fact that Jesus may come soon. I'm looking to go up, but I do understand that the outward man is perishing day by day. That's the thought. That's just the way it is. I have to accept that. Difficulties, pain, trouble, perplexity, stress. It's, I must look at it as a light affliction. It's here for a little while, and it's soon to be gone, and it's working for me. How did God make Job a better person, my friend? All oh, the devil thought he was going to get Job to curse God. How? He gave him difficulty. It, the apostle Paul, the devil tried to stop him, the messenger of Satan to buffet him there. Second Corinthians chapter 11, he talks about a thorn in the flesh. What did he use this for? Try to get Paul to quit, to get him to faint, for which cause we faint not. He gave him difficulty. All right. Did he stop? No. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll just, I'll just glorify God in the midst of my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So every person that listens today. If you're a child of God, my friend, difficulties are going to come your way. You're going to experience trouble, perplexity, stress, persecution. Yes, at times we face death each day. What is my response? It's a light affliction. It's but for a moment, and it's working for me. So as far as describing life in general, I am to understand that Satan, even though now he cannot have my soul. My soul is saved. I cannot be unsaved, my friend. I didn't save myself, so I, didn't, I can't be unsaved. It's God. God worked in me, and the work that he started, he will perform unto the day of Jesus Christ. My soul is saved, but as far as this whole body is concerned, yes, it's headed to the sod. How do I look at it? I look at it as if the outward man is perishing, yes, but the inward man is being renewed. So, from time to time, experience difficulty. Just say, by the grace of God, give me grace and strength to go through this, Lord, until you come. Let it, just let it hurt. At times when there's trouble, just let it hurt. God knows what he's doing. You know, pain is even experienced by people who are lost. We think about the lost world. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 15 says the way of the transgressors is hard. Why is that true? Now, I understand many times it's because of sin and people are just reaping what they sow. But sometimes God just allows the hardships of life to come to people who are lost. He uses these circumstances to get their attention. And then he presents the gospel light is presented to them. And the gospel produces conviction. And that hurts. You said it hurts. Yeah, I remember when I found out that Wayne Munn was no good. I always thought I was a pretty good guy, you know, that all my righteousness is worse filthy rags. Ouch, that hurt conviction. The Spirit of God in John chapter 16 is described as being one that would reprove the world. I don't like reproof. It's going to reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. So sometimes the response to the gospel being preached, people being put on the spot, and saying, You're guilty and you're wrong, and in the sight of God, one day you'll stand before him, guilty, lost, and undone, to be cast into the lake of fire. People's response to that is it makes them mad, it hurts. Acts chapter seven. Oh, the man Stephen preached to these people, and he got so mad they gnashed on him with their teeth. But It comes to us for a reason. Conviction is to hurt because, my friend, it's to do something for the inward man. We think about to the heart. Salvation must touch the heart. We think about for those who are saved. Once again, why is there trouble, stress, perplexity, persecution? What is it? I must learn that these things are a part of life. I must learn this because the devil knows exactly what to use to stop me. It says in verse 16 of second Corinthians chapter four, for which cause we faint, not faint just means that you stop. If you fainted, you just cease to be active. Whatever you're doing, you stop, you just fall on the floor, physically fainting, you know, but to spiritually faint, my friend, just, I have people that would say this to me from time to time. I used to, I used to be a Christian. I used to go to church. What happened? They fainted. The devil knows what to use. Many times he'll use problems in life sickness, home problems, job situations, you know. I must learn not to faint. The writer here to the church at Corinth, even as he wrote to the church at Philippi. My friend, he wrote to this church while he was in jail. He was in prison. And the theme of the book of Philippians is joy. How we can have joy in the midst of adversity. I'm not asking for adversity. I'm not asking for pain. But oh, may the Lord give me the right attitude concerning it. It's a light affliction. It's but for a moment. And it's working for us. We think about burdens in general, They're, people weigh a lot. We think about husband and wife and responsibility for the home. We think about the pastor and for the church is concerned and those who work in ministries. You know, sometimes we think about people. People weigh a lot, my friend. And sometimes we experience adversity in life and people turn their back. What is it, my friend? It's a light affliction. It's but for a moment and it worketh for us. Sometimes the child of God has to be disciplined. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Sometimes things happen in life. We live wrong. God shows his love through punishment. God is the perfect parent. And my friend, how do I respond to this? I'm to respond saying, my friend, God is doing something for me. It's for a moment. It's working for me. You know, my parents, when they disciplined me, they did this for me to help me my friend. Not it wasn't for their benefit. It was for my benefit. Have you ever just thought this? You know, how are you going to live for God if you don't learn how to live amidst adversity? We think about trouble, trouble on every hand. He says, yet not distressed, perplexed, but he said, not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. The stress of life so heavy upon me. What am I going to do? I must look at it. As the writer said, it's a light affliction. It's but for a moment, and it works for me. There's a reason for trouble. And if you're a child of God, accept it. If you can do some things, God can help you to do some things to get from that. Yes, do that. But God is doing something for you on the inside. Though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. God is conforming you to the image of his son. And many times this is done through suffering. Trouble, a light affliction. Trouble, it works for us. Until next week the same time, this is Fisher Mon saying goodbye.